Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 436, contains guest host Dahlia D and part two of my 2023 AVN wrap-up featuring interviews from the industry's biggest stars. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Dangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 436 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the pervert. I am your host, Dick Dangle. So many words, too many energy drinks. And joining me for this episode is the stunning cam model and content creator from the great white north she is pervert nation's poutine princess and the mistress of moisture (laughs) don't say it Uh, she is the lady of liquidity (laughs) it's dolly and t that's still bad that's still bad all right i'll come up i'll come up with another one oh that yep Yep. Ah, you feel it. I know you got to start it. it with a gag. That's the that's important. That's right. We got to make sure we upset as many people out of the gate as possible. Yeah. If you're cringing along with me, pervert nation, just just know that you're not alone. That's right. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so how do you feel? Did you survive episode one at a level where this episode is just going to flow like butter. You know what? I am so excited to get to not just this episode, but also the next one. I feel like all of our listeners are just going to be absolutely blown away by all of the the things that you have to say. So maybe a little bit of uh, behind the scene as we record this, actually. What we are going to talk about in the next episode has come to fruition on social media as we record this and my phone is literally melting (laughs) like it is blowing up it's crazy i am so happy to hear that and you absolutely deserve it thank you i appreciate that can't wait for you to be a super crazy big star and just like don't forget about me when you're famous (laughs) Uh, I I think you're in good hands. I think you're okay. Remember us peasants that wait in line. Stop it. (laughs) When you're at the top. That's right. Oh, yes. (laughs) More awards I'll be nominated for and won't win. But anyway, (laughs) that's awful. So with episode 436, you get Dahlia D. You get Dick Dangle. And you get a little bit more talk about the AVN AEE week in Las Vegas for 2023. And you said today we're talking shit about all the performers, right? You're going to give me the tea 
on who's the worst. Oh, 100 yeah. yeah, I'm throwing <laughs> everybody under the bus. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, it, this is going to be magnificent. And maybe, maybe even some fans. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. You know, that's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> and of course, I am also going to bring some interviews to you in the second half of the show. I'll talk a little bit about it in the first half. It's going to be another thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. So with this week, I really tried hard to not burn myself out. So, Which is really hard when you're doing a uh, full week of conventioning. It's incredibly hard because with the first day, with the Wednesday of the convention was going on, I was there from 12 to 8. And oh, my gosh. The second day, because I had something planned in the evening, I was there from 12 to 4. And then I was there 12 to 8 on Friday again. And I was there 12 to 4 on Saturday to really round it out. So there, I really didn't miss a lot of hours, but it was enough that the hours that I missed doing other things, it kind of kept me rejuvenated to go back. And one of the things that I did, uh, I'm a huge hockey fan, and I went to see the Las Vegas Golden Knights play the Pittsburgh Penguins at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And it was absolutely amazing. It was one of those things that because the whole week was very emotional for me, because I'm seeing all of these people that I've known for so long and we've become such good friends and it was nice to reconnect with people that I don't see on the regular convention circuits that I go to. That was emotional. And then I go to see my two favorite teams playing and that was emotional. It was just a fantastic week and i'll bring this up now <laughs> but it was all uh, almost all undone by a cab driver undone by what a cab driver what hold on so <laughs> so there is a big divide between do you take a ride share or do you take a taxi and there were points where Taking the taxi was cheaper in times where it wasn't. So okay. truly, it kind of worked out either way. And because I was flying out of Las Vegas so early the day I left, I was worried that there wasn't going to be a taxi out front of the hotel to take me to the airport. Okay. So I had asked a cab driver the day before, and he said, don't worry about it. Call the number on the side of the cab, uh, like 15 minutes before you want to be picked up just to be safe and someone will come and pick you up. I'm like, okay, perfect. Cause I really couldn't sleep. I ended up being up a little bit early anyway. And I figured, you know what? I'll head out. And if there's no cab there, I'll call and I'll wait. So I walk outside and there's a cab driver there. I'm like, Oh, sweet. And they're not where they pick you up. They're like three or four car lengths away. Okay. And they got their lights on, the car is running, and they're just sitting there. I'm like, oh, maybe they're waiting for somebody else. You know, maybe they got a, a call. Mm -hmm. Well, after like 10 minutes, I'm like, well, so they, they would be out by now. So I walk up to the cab, and there's a female cab driver, seat back, sleeping. Oh, jeez. I'm like, ah. So I knock on the window, scare the shit out of her, 
And I said, are you able to take me to the airport? And she gets her wits about her and she goes, yeah, absolutely. She pulls up, I throw my luggage and we're off. The nice thing about going to the airport at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning is there's nobody on the road. So they go right down Las Vegas Boulevard. So you get to see all of the hotels and casinos and restaurants lit up, but you're not stuck in a ton of traffic. And we're going and we're doing okay. And she makes a turn towards the airport and we're, we're still driving and I'm looking. And you know how modern roads have the reflectors instead of just the painted lines. Right. And in Vegas, they put them in sets of three. So we're going and I'm looking out the window and I hear, and I look over at her and I literally see her, her head is down. No. And she goes, she fell asleep at the wheel. Oh my God. 100 missed, Let's go home. It missed the turn that we were supposed to take to go towards the airport. Luckily, the light that she went through was green. Oh my God. And, and kept going. And it scared her so bad. She was good. We were talking music on the radio. Like it was a thing. We were best friends at that point. But it was like, oh my God. And, and my thought was just get me to the airport, please, dear God. So, Holy shit. But but I made it. Everything was safe. Obviously, by this recording, I've made it home. But three of the four flights that I had, I had an empty seat next to me. That never happens. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. So luckily, no issues. But um, be careful when you take the cab. Not necessarily where you're going, but when you For take For real. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it was truly a complete weekend because I was able to hang out with friends, which we're going to get into a little bit. But I was able to kind of take some time to myself and take it easy. It was good. Nice. So when it comes to the performers themselves, some of the (laughs) booths had incredible lines because they had brought such a wealth of talent to their booths. And the big ones were... Pornhub, and they actually had a fairly small footprint, but they always had big people there. And Mm -hmm. one of the biggest is, of course, Joanna Angel. Oh, my God. I saw that she was signing there. Yeah. She's amazing every time I see her. And I told her, I I feel like I'm bugging you every time I come to say hi, because I've literally known her. She was at the first convention I ever went to in 2008. That's amazing. So you're talking 15 years. Yeah. And she was like, you're family. You're a friend. Like, you're good. Don't even worry about it. So I was able to stand there and talk to her a bit. But Pornhub had good crowds. Brazzers had phenomenal crowds. But they they had Kendra Sunderland, Mm -hmm. Cherie DeVille, Alexis Fox, Phoenix Marie. They had talent. But they also had Abella Danger. Oh, wow. Her line was stupid like <laughs> oh yeah I it bet. was so long and i would like to see her again because i met her i was i want to say it was 2016 at uh exotica new jersey but i can't spend that long in line right because i miss out on so many other opportunities another booth that was really booming was the evil angel booth and they had people like aubrey kate who I was so happy to meet her. Uh, Jennifer White was there, April Olson. They just had a full crew. But like I was talking about in the last episode, Vixen had their pop-up store just outside of the convention. 
Right. They had a number of big names, but the biggest one that they had was Riley Reed. What? I was actually very surprised that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But it was awesome because there were so many fans that I think never really had an opportunity to meet her that decided, you know what, I'm going to wait in this line and meet her. And I'm sure there may have been people that were disappointed in the way because you have, you know, these performers that are just signing hour after hour and they may have other commitments. They may need to eat, you know. Yeah. So they may step away and that may have been frustrating to some of the fans that may have waited because the line for the Vixen booth when everybody was signing was it also depended on when you went, but there were lines up to almost two hours long. Oh, wow. It so was, you'd have to like really like someone's butthole. <laughs> exactly. It was unreal because when I first saw the line, I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. And it just kept going and going because it kind of snaked along the storefronts. So you really never got a good idea of how long the line was. And then when you were like, oh, oh, this is really, really long. And and there was one day where I'm like, "Ah, there were people there that I wanted to meet. And I got in the back of the line and it just didn't move for like a solid 15 minutes. Just it didn't move. And I'm like, like, I'm bouncing. So I saw someone I knew that was almost at the front of the line. I'm like, how long did you wait? And they said, oh, we were here about an hour and a half. I'm like, I can't. I can't miss the opportunity to make that much podcast and do that much interviewing. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you just really did not like that butthole enough. I adore that butthole, but I have been lucky enough to experience that butthole many times. Uh Wait, like experience (laughs) that butthole? (laughs) I have met Riley Reed at conventions, I want to say two or three times, but there was a point where she was featured dancing and I was not only able to see her feature dance twice, Oh, wow. But I got a lap dance from her. Oh, wow. As well. And we got up close and personal. It was nice. That is, yeah, a serious claim to fame. The closest I've ever been to Riley Reed was uh, at the Pornhub Awards in 2019. And I was like six feet away from her. And all I could do was just stand there and be like, (laughs) so (laughs) that was the thing. Not only is the lap dance a claim to fame. But it was an Exotica, New Jersey. My guess probably would have been 18, if I had to take a guess. Might have even been, oh, actually, it might have been earlier than that. And wow. we were, uh, me and a group of friends were at an after party, and there was a roped-off area for talent to be in if they just wanted to kind of be away from a lot of people. Right. And she walked in, and she was in kind of the main area, and she walked towards me. I'm like, oh, hey. And she walked over, and I can't remember who she was with. She was with another performer, and I knew them both. And I got a hug from both of them, and we just kind of made some small talk for a couple minutes. And, uh, you know, I was like, I don't want to keep you, you know, but, uh, you know, if you want a drink or anything like that, you know, I'd be more than happy to buy you one. She goes, no, I think I'm okay. And uh, so we talked for a couple minutes on the floor. And I think the people that saw me talking with her and seeing our interaction was like, Ooh, I need to know. <laughs> and I got that a lot. Kind of that. I need to know this guy. Yeah. You know? And that were big cheese, you know, and that really happened in Las Vegas because 
there were so many people that, you know, I hadn't seen in three or four years. And in meeting and seeing all of them again, the overwhelming amount of love was uh, to say my heart is full would be a lie because it's overflowing. Aw, dear. Oh, you have no. Oh, I cried like a bitch so much. Aw, dear. <laughs> because, you know, I was running into people and just big hugs and, like get, <laughs> and, and getting caught up on each other's lives, you know, because yeah. there are people that may have had health issues or they were kind of following me through my mental health journey. And, right. you know, you connect on that level and just to be able to see each other again and get caught up. And when it came to the best adult podcast award, I knew I wasn't going to win. I truly did. I was hoping I would, but when you have the names and the following that some of these podcasts and performers and whoever's creating it have, mm-hmm. you, you just say, if 10% of their crowd votes for them, I have no shot. Yeah. So Yeah, when it's completely fan-voted like that, it's, it's tough. It's very, very difficult. But that's okay. I'm nominated. That's really yeah. all I cared about. But the amount of performers that said, I voted for you every day. Or I made sure that I told my followers to vote for you was that's so sweet. It was absolutely unreal. There were some people that because they're little sneaky snakes didn't tell me that they were going to be there. And I pulled this off at an exotica, New Jersey, because I had stepped away from podcasting for a little bit. And when I came back, I went to an award show and I just showed up. No one knew I was coming. Aww. And everybody lost their mind. And it was really, <laughs> really cool. But I had two friends, uh, Cherry Love and Maya Romero. I'm talking to a friend and I see them in my peripheral vision. And I'm like, I'm like you have to wait. To my friend, I'm like, I am so sorry. And they're like, no, I get it, go. And I tapped the one, I tapped Cherry on the shoulder, and she turned around, and I got the biggest hug. And I spent a lot of time with them over the week. It was so nice. And the hug was so long that the next day, a performer came up to me and said, hey, how you doing? And I said, I'm doing really well. And they said, no, no, no. How are you doing? And I said, uh, honestly, I've, I've never been better. Why do you ask? And they said, well, I saw you hugging a performer. And it was such a long hug. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that something wasn't wrong. Oh, my goodness. Right. And I'm like, I love you more than you know for saying that. But trust me, everything is fine. They're like, that's good. They're like, I didn't want to overstep. I'm like, no, I, that's awesome. That's so cute. That you have my back like that. This might actually be the most wholesome episode <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting there. Holy shit. I've got the warm and fuzzies. Right? Somebody put a dick in me. That's right. <laughs> getting too fucking cute all up in here. I'm sorry. I, I will do my best to, to ruin it. Can we throw on some fucking Barry White or something? I need to get sexy in here again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. How about that? It gave me tingles. Okay. 
Hello. <laughs> Highly recommend listening to that through headphones. That's right. listeners. <laughs> I'll stop there. I was going to keep going, but I'll, I'll start laughing <laughs> and then I'll ruin it. <laughs> You'll just be laughing in a super deep voice. <laughs> oh. Yeah, then I, just, then I just sound like Lurch. I don't want that. Oh my god! Wait, now you have to try it. Yeah, or or sound like Herman Munster. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> I'll do it when you least expect it. I'm not, oh my god! Uh, I'm not going to do it on command. We're going to make it fun. Okay. He's like, I'm not going to do it when you tell me to do it. Right. I'm going to do it when I feel like it. Exactly. Okay. Dick don't need no man. (laughs) (laughs) Is that better? Amazing. Oh, so good. That's it. That's the laugh from now on. Is it? That's what I have. That's how I have to laugh from now on. It's how you have to from now on. No more regular old dick laughing. That's right. Oh, there's nothing worse than a regular dick laugh. No. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) You you know what that makes me think of? Oh, my God. We're going way off the rails We're right good. now, way off the rails. But you know how like some guys, like most guys, have like a, a pretty decent amount of like dick lips going on. Of what? Ever, like dick lips, like like on your pee hole. Oh right, okay, I got. I see like the little lips, like yeah. a little bit. Right, right. <laughs> Do you know how much those actually look like lips if you zoom right in? And you could make your dick laugh, and it would look hilarious. So what you're saying, so what you're saying, that's, is, that's the dick laugh right there. <laughs> so when you like pull your pee hole apart and well, it makes the little like mouth, it's almost like people that will scrunch their pets faces to make them look upset. So maybe that's what yeah. you do. You kind of squeeze the sides of the head of the penis to make it look like it's talking. Yeah. Do you know how frequently I do that? But then that like makes me think of like a dick laugh. That's that's what comes to mind. So you're welcome for taking you on this journey with me. That's that's a thing now. Okay. Mm -hmm. But like if you were to put like two googly eyes on one side of your dick. If you don't make this happen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I have to now. There's no choice. Right. Tommy's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm going to be like, shh. That's right. Yeah, put, okay. your, put your finger up against his his face lips, not his penis lips. His face lips. <laughs> no, but like my favorite thing, like after sex or whatever, is to just like lay there and like make his dick sing like opera. So, <laughs> and now you all have to try it. I'm I'm thinking of like all of our listeners right now, just like going to the bathroom and just like prying their urethra apart. I don't think you have to pry it apart. I literally think it's just making it smush to the side so so it opens up but then it's like the equivalent of like squishing your cheeks right to exactly. make like fat fish lips yeah but i mean if you're like hey you know what i want to really sell this so i'm gonna open my urethra i don't know how many men would be too game for that i think a piece of scotch tape on either side would probably do you okay all right this is just this to, like is hold it open direction like, all right it's like some clockwork orange type <laughs> Hold it over. Now you get to look at all the loads you threw on TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, off topic, off topic. No, but no, anyways, you're, you're welcome, guys. Dick laugh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that coming out of a set of dick lips. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what part of this last, say, three minute conversation is going to be the title to this episode. 
<laughs> but it's going to be one of them. It's, it's going to be one of them. That is for sure. <laughs> uh, so what do we have for interviews today, Dave? Well, we're not we're not quite there yet. We're close. We're not quite. Okay. There. What's on so, the docket? Let's get away from dick lips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might be the one. Let's get away from dick lips. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to all of the people that I met, the one thing that I always enjoy a lot is the amount of people that when we share a moment, either introduce me to someone that kind of runs in their inner circle because they are like, Hey, Dick Dangle's good. Right. Like he's a good guy. You're good with him kind of thing, which I really like. But I spent this time talking to some people that I really connected with on kind of an emotional psychological level and did you cry almost <laughs> almost and i let them know that like basically what they meant to me okay there were a couple people that were very surprised by that and they were very flattered i'm not going to say their name but there was one person that was actually fairly instrumental in me starting my journey with depression and and dealing with it. And it was from a little bit of a while ago, but they were able to plant a seed and really get me realizing where I needed to be and how to get there. And I told them in not so many words and they kind of looked at me and you could tell their eyes were, were welling up. And they said, I've had a day. So you do not know what that means to me. Aww. Yeah. And we're right back to the warm and fuzzy. Right back to the, we, 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 from warm and fuzzy to dick lips to warm and fuzzy. Just like a quick pit stop at dick lips. That's right. And right back on track to the warm and fuzzies. Yes. And it was, it was a really nice moment and I'm glad I was able to say it to them. And I think if fans took that approach a little bit more. Like you don't have to go in there and have it be a therapy session. You don't have to go in there and well up and have a moment. But I think if you are able to tell these performers that definitely don't hear it enough, that you affect them in a positive way, mm-hmm. it is going to go a lot further for everybody. It's going to make the performers want to work harder. It's totally it's going to make the fans more connected to these performers. And I think it helps the community as a whole. Absolutely. You know, like as a performer and one who's like not even at that kind of tier, it's like even just having people like know who I am means the world to me when I go to these expos and stuff. But then beyond that to like hear that and to hear that like because at the end of the day, like we're not just doing this just to like fuck or whatever, or at least I'm not like we're here to, to provide a service to people and to also like have a good thing to like leave behind for other people to enjoy, you know? So hearing that it has done its intended purpose right, is like next level. So definitely, definitely second you on that one, like be upfront and straight up about the impact that people have had on you. Cause honestly, we don't hear it enough. For sure. And that's one thing that I noticed. There were people that were either 
fans of the adult industry and they knew who I was, or there were listeners of the show that found me, or people that know me through social media and appreciate how I handle myself and who I am on social media. There was one uh, photographer that walked up to me. He's like, listen, I just want to tell you I'm a huge fan. I am not on your level but I just want you to know I really appreciate what you do. I'm like, what do you mean you're not on my level? Like, Aww. you're you're here. You know, we're all on the same level, baby. You know, it's yeah. not a big deal. And, but just to hear things like that and make those connections with everybody was was super super cool. And I know that I'm making connections with people because from let's see, as we record this, I am ten days out of landing in Las Vegas. I have on my Twitter posts over a million impressions. Oh my. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's absolutely crazy. While I was there, I broke the 7,000 follower threshold. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like it has been an absolute trip to see how the show has evolved and how many people are connecting with it. And uh, the last thing I do want to talk about before I talk about the interviews, the red carpet was crazy because it actually started a little bit earlier than I thought it was going to. There was the area closer to where you get into the venue where a lot of like the big press was and towards the front of the line. There was an area I was just kind of able to step into, and it worked out really well. There were a couple of other photographers that stepped in beside me as well, and it wasn't a madhouse. And watching how different performers react to the crowd was really interesting. Some people didn't really like because, you know, some people didn't even know what was going on. They were staying in the hotel, and they're like, what is this? I'm like, well, this is the red carpet for the AVN, and you explain it. And they're like, oh, I got to watch this. And literally, you could watch their demeanor change from like, I want to see this train wreck to these are some beautiful human beings in amazing <laughs> clothes. And they'd be like, who is that? And I would tell them and the the award that they're up for or who they are and and describe it a little bit. And they're like, that's awesome. And you could watch them change. Some people were made uncomfortable. There were, I think, three women right at the front of the line. And they were there, and they were hooting and hollering because they were building up these performers. Like, you look amazing and stuff like that. And some performers didn't like it. They don't like kind of being yelled at. Mm -hmm. But so many other performers were like, this is awesome. Like, it changed their walk down that red carpet. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, Honestly, was... if you don't like being yelled at and called out at, you're in the wrong industry and you're at the wrong <laughs> expo, honestly. Yeah, kind of, yeah. But I, like, honestly, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, it, it worked out really well, though. And a lot of people were asking me, like, who are you taking pictures of? And I said, I'm just taking pictures of friends because I want to be able to take their picture, send them the pic to their DM, and then they can use it themselves if, if they want to promote. Oh, that's so nice. And it was so cool because you have all these people that are there and say I was talking to Carmela Clutch. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. Carmela. 
And she would look over, oh, and come run over and give me a hug. I'm like, do you want some pics? And I could send them to you. And they're like, oh, absolutely. And they would stop, and I would take some pictures. And I bet you I took pictures of probably 60 or 70, if not more, uh, performers, and I sent them all out, and they were so happy with it. And that was, like, the coolest moment. But it's funny when you see, like, these high-end photographers and these fans, and everyone's coming over to hug me. Oh, yeah. And it was like, ah. This is cool. Uh, <laughs> I feel that must have been a really cool. nice feeling. Yeah, it was. It was really awesome. Aww. So it's so nice that you had such a good time. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. It was fabulous, and the best of times is going to be talked about in the next episode. But before we get there, I want to talk about the interviews that I did for this show. So, do we have more of the gauntlet today? All four of them are gauntlet interviews. Hell yeah. And we have Marina Velmont, who is just so pretty and so <laughs> so friendly. And the way you said that was so like, she's pretty. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's almost unfair how <laughs> how so attractive cute. she is. And she was so much fun. Uh, I I spoke with Penny Barber. Okay, an amazing content creator. Another one. Like with all of the females in this group, and maybe even the guy, I can't look him in the face because they are just so attractive that to make <laughs> direct eye contact with them, I turn into a child. Oh my God, that's so funny. And, and Penny definitely falls into that. The third one, Charlie Ford. I could not okay. believe that I met her. She came all the way from Australia. Wow. For the AVN convention. And I am so glad I got to meet her. There was no way I wasn't going to interview her for the gauntlet. And that is a woman. I don't want to sound like a creep. But, but she, you're gonna. <laughs> she could say, um, hey, when this convention's over, you want to move with me to back to Australia? I'd be like, yes. Really? Oh, my oh, gosh. She is just absolutely amazing. And the oh. last one is the handsome Brad Newman. I interviewed him a little while ago, and I had so much fun. I knew he would be a great gauntlet interview, and he knocked it out of the park. We get into a lot of different discussions, as we do, and he was an absolute delight to be able to speak with. So you're going to hear all of that in the second half of the show, but we're closing out the first half, so I need to ask the beautiful Dahlia D <laughs> where people can find... Not only everything you create, but your dick lips. Oh, my God. My dick lips. Um, <laughs> well, I will definitely post about the dick lips on Twitter when that's a thing. I'm going to start a series. I'm not kidding. Of just like ridiculous songs being sung by dick lips. Yeah, just wait. I'm going to be famous. <laughs> dick lip voiceovers. Um, I like it. Yeah. Straight up. Uh, but if you're looking for all of those links, you can find them at DahliaD.com. That's D-A-H-L-I-A-D-E-E. -E. And if you would be so kind as to link that in the description so uh, everyone can uh, find uh, me. Dick laugh. If you're listening to this show, you know everywhere I'm at. At The Dick Dangle on Twitter, Dangling After Dark is on Instagram, DanglinAfterDark.com is the website. If you want to email me, Dick at DanglinAfterDark.com. I'm a little bit everywhere, and you're probably hearing commercials with my shows. 
those are put in to the rotation of the show to try and generate a little bit of money for the show so i hope you're okay with it you got so many shows for so long without commercials and if you're not okay with it you can kiss my dick lips <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Ew, dick. <laughs> see that's the sound dick lips make <laughs> Did I just ruin it? You're not going to do it anymore, oh, are you? No. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to sleep tonight. Thanks for oh, that. Oh, I'm so anyway, sorry. guys, enjoy these interviews. <laughs> so enjoy the second half of the show with all of the interviews. We are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. Welcome back to Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 436, part two of my AVN AEE wrap-up week extravaganza. With the gauntlet interviews that you are going to hear, you're going to hear from some quality people that I have interviewed in the past, but they've been so wonderful that I decided to bring them all back. And my first one is Marina Velmont. She is absolutely stunning. She is so much fun to talk to, and she is so well appreciated within her community whether it's stuff that she does for the naked news or otherwise it is so much fun to talk to her she gives off just oodles of positive energy and it is so much fun to get wrapped up in and you're going to hear her talk about quite possibly being in my hotel room which was really kind of cool so with that being said please enjoy this interview with marina velmont I was lucky enough to record with this beautiful woman in 2022, long form, and now I'm starting off 2023 with her again. She is exquisite. She is on Naked News. She's been in my hotel room. Can I say that? Is I was that on safe? your bed today naked. Oh, my goodness. With another girl, with a few other girls. Oh, I'm going to take those sheets home. (laughs) Oh, that got creepy. It is the beautiful Marina Velmont. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm living my best life right now. I'm in the place that makes me the most happy. Oh, that's fantastic. Likewise, I can say the exact same thing, but all the pleasantries end right now. Yes. Are you ready for the 10-question gauntlet? I'm ready to to get weird or sexual. Perfect. Or both. That's what I like to hear. Question number one. What is a simple talent or skill that other people have that you wish you had? I wish I could ride a bike. Really? I never learned. Okay. I mean, I tried to learn, but it just didn't work out for me. I'm not very coordinated. Okay. I'm a great dancer, but with sports, no. Interesting. We'll work on that. I think we can do it together. That would be an awesome video, by the way. <laughs> Naked bike riding. Thank you. <laughs> I'll just need my, uh, I'll bust out my knee pads. Uh, very smart. Helmet, knee pads, which if you're doing sex right, you need those anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so before we actually started this interview, we kind of talked about this, so it works. 
Firm bed and pillows, soft bed and pillows, somewhere in between. What do you like? And how long does it take you to get used to your hotel bed? I like a firm mattress. Thank you. With a... A firm but soft pillow. Okay. You know those obus form ones where your head melts into? Like it? The thing that disrupts me the most with my sleep about hotel beds are is the pillows. Yeah. Pillows, it's a hit or miss. Even fancy hotels mm. sometimes have the most rinky-dink pillows. Yeah. Oh, and I hate to travel with one all the way from Pittsburgh to, to Las Vegas, but I might have to start because I agree. Next question. People are made uncomfortable by certain topics and genres in porn. Yes. But what makes you uncomfortable when it comes to regular TV and mainstream movies? Ooh, spitting. Just if there's any, oh, like, okay. spitting or drool, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's my, my sexual uh, no list, too. Oh, okay. There's just something about it. I don't know. I feel that. I do. <laughs> This being a cell phone world, how many phone numbers have you had since you've had cell phones, and how many contacts are currently in your phone? I've had a lot of numbers, but I don't put a lot of contacts in my phone. So if you're in my phone under your name, okay. it's pretty special. Wow. Usually, you can message me and I'll just be like, who's this? <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> What positive changes have happened inside of you while you've been in the adult community? Oh, I stopped drinking. I used to drink um, heavier during the pandemic. Mm. But then, uh, yeah, coming to these events motivated me and looking at the other girls' bodies. I'm like, you know what? I can drink less. Uh I can go to the gym more and eat right. And I'm going to tone right up. And maybe you can see I've toned up, lost a little weight. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's motivation from these events. It's very nice. But may I say you are beautiful in any form. Oh, thank yes. you. I am all about community when it comes to the adult industry. Mm. Who are some of your favorite people within your inner circle? Oh, I, I love Avery Jane. She's one oh. of my favorite performers. Yes. And she has such a good heart. Agreed. When she looks at you, she's looking at you. Mm-hmm. And just, she's present. Yeah. And she's her authentic self. Yes. Which is unique in this industry because a lot of people put up a facade and a fake persona. Right. Yeah. But not me. So I appreciate other people that are just, I'm weird. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. I just go with it. Yeah. That's sometimes awesome. Sometimes I can be awkward, sometimes not. Mm. You never know. Yeah. And I love her too, for <laughs> sure. Do you or does someone you know have a pet name or a nickname for their private parts? Hmm, that's a good one to think about. I'm thinking what's... Oh, my name for my my pussy is Kitty. Okay. So sometimes I just go, meow. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, my kitty's hungry. You have to pet her and feed her. Uh, And you say that making eye contact, and I can't handle it. (laughs) Have you ever had a body hair, hair on your head, or makeup fail before or during a clip? Oh, man. Um... Yes. Um, for Naked News, I do my own makeup. Okay. So one of the things with mascara is there's actually a primer, and it's a white primer, and then oh. you put black mascara on top of it. Gotcha. I forgot the last step, so I just had white eyelashes <laughs> one day. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I didn't notice until I'm like, why do I look weird? <laughs> like, why? Were you trying to maybe start a fashion trend? Did it, did it look okay? You knew something was off, but you didn't know what it was. I got you. Okay. (laughs) That's funny. 
When it comes to your behavior, how can people recognize that you are either overtired or super hungry? I get really hangry. Okay. So I, I'm the most pleasant, nice person, but if I get a little bitchy, okay. I'm either tired or hungry. Okay. <laughs> so bring you candy or something. Bring me a Snickers. Okay. I turn it to Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. There are many ways to have uncomfortable sex. In a car, in a shower, on a hard stone kitchen counter. Where is your least enjoyable place to have sex? In an airplane bathroom. You can barely, like, bend over, get a leg up. How? One person can barely fit in there. Yeah, there's no way. I, I, I successfully had sex there once. The penis got in me, but the friction just couldn't really happen. Okay. Because there was no uh, room to thrust. That makes a lot of sense. So, basically, it was just an insertion. Hey, we did it. We're done. Bucket list item checked off. That's right. <laughs> now, now I need a private plane. That's what I was just going to say. And just do it right in the plane. New bucket list. I like it. <laughs> My bucket list has been completed because I get to speak to you for oh. a second time. So thank you very much for your time. Please tell everybody where they can find your greatness. I am Marina Valmont on all the platforms, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. And if you're looking for my spicy content, oh my. marinavalmont.com. Uh, but you can always you just Google Marina Valmont and see what comes up. Absolutely. <laughs> Find her. She's amazing. You can hear it again here. I adore you. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you. My next guest for this episode is the beautiful... Penny Barber, another amazing performer that when they look at you, they dial into who you are and it's difficult to maintain eye contact because it's like they're looking through you. I absolutely love it. She does some amazing content and she's so well respected with what she creates and who she is. She's another person that just wraps you up in what they're doing and you will be a lifelong fan when you find her. So please enjoy this interview with Penny Barber. I am here with one no, of the not. most <laughs> with, with, <laughs> with one of the most beautiful women. Like I have a oh. hard time looking at this woman in the eyes because of her beauty. And I'm avoiding it right now as we speak. <laughs> and she is absolutely amazing, a fantastic personality, a wonderful interview guest, so wonderful. Thank you. Damn. Beyond a performer. You're you should, performing. You should stuff? write my taglines. I can do that for you. <laughs> I'll do it for free. That's how nice Dick <laughs> Dangle is. But who I am talking to is the gorgeous Penny Barber. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, actually. Good. Thank Good. you for asking, Dick. Absolutely. A very busy first day here at the convention. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that's good. It's it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overwhelming? I you know, like I'm not tired yet. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We'll All see right. how I'm feeling later. Alright. Yeah, well, <laughs> well I'll see you at one of the restaurants in the hotel just unconscious. Yeah, I'll just be like, unco if you see me passed out, please make sure no one takes my phone. I'd okay. appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll help you. I'll just throw you over a shoulder and yeah. take you somewhere safe. Yeah, just tuck me into a phone booth. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> We have to get all these pleasantries out of the way. Okay. Are you ready I'm for ready. the 10-question gauntlet of questions? I think I, think? think I am. We're going to find out. Okay. Question number one. Okay. What is a simple talent or skill that others have that you are jealous of? 
of which I am jealous. Something. Oh, you know what? I could never ever do the splits. Oh, okay. All these. I, I, I'm not very flexible. The only thing I can do is I can touch my elbows behind my back, but it doesn't come up that often. What's well, gonna come up right now? I need to see. Oh it. God! You have to hold this thing. Yes, I'll hold the mic okay. as she does it. Very nice. Oh wow! And, so and that with, was with ease. no warm up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if I can like warm up, I can cross them. It's, oh, that's wild. It's a completely odious talent. Nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I can do I'm it. jealous now. Are you oh, kidding? Yeah? Me? Come on. <laughs> when it comes to beds and pillows, firm beds, soft beds and pillows, in between, and how long does it take you to get used to the bed in your hotel room? So I hate sleeping in beds. Um, oh, okay. I recently got my husband this gigantic uh, bean bag. And, and I, I bought it for him, but like I, I sleep out there, and he does his best to be with me. He'll like sleep on the couch to try to, but eventually at like 2 a.m. he's like, "Baby, I can't." And, he'll uh, go to the bed. and I can't sleep in the bed, and he can't sleep wow. on the. Yeah. So we've become one of those couples that doesn't sleep together. I don't mind that. I'm not gonna lie. It's just so comfortable on the thing. Like it's oh my god, you should try sleeping on a beam. No kidding, you're selling me right. on this. So. Like you don't wake up sore, like no, everything's wow. just like because it conforms and just like I just feel like I'm sleeping on a cloud. It's so great. Yeah, right. I'm gonna have to check yeah. that out. Some people are made uncomfortable by certain topics and genres in porn. But what makes you uncomfortable on regular TV and in mainstream movies? Misdirection. Misdirection. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what, you know what? It does make me uncomfortable. Okay. I hate I hate how they can show all this stuff in regular television that I can't show in porn. I don't see the difference. I think it's really stupid. Yes. So whenever I see, like, you know, like Game of Thrones, there's all this, like, taboo stuff. Oh, right. I'm like, why can they show the an account? <laughs> <laughs> and I get really just, oh, I, 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 you can't watch it with me because I get so just ugh, upset, wow. I guess. I don't like it. That makes a lot of sense. I appreciate That's that. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this being a cell phone world, how many phone numbers have you had in your cell phone lifetime? And how many contacts do you currently have in your phone? I've had two cell phone numbers, oh, I think, okay. ever. And I don't know how many contacts I have. I don't know. Like a lot. I never throw any of them away. So I'm the same way. Yeah, I just kind of keep adding to them and... You know, so it's possible that half of your phone's memory storage is contacts. (laughs) It it might not be far fetched. (laughs) It's a lot. I just keep putting them in there. What positive changes have happened inside of you while you've worked in adult? Oh, you know, um, you know, something is like I always kind of felt like, you know, I, I sort of had this like epiphany when I was like in my early 30s. Where I kind of started to realize the the more stuff adult I was doing and the more successful I was being, I was like, God, you know, if I just if I just try like a little bit, you know, I can accomplish a lot of the things that I want to accomplish. You know, it's yeah. not that hard. You know, I decided I want to become a better filmmaker, so I became a better filmmaker. I wanted to become a better writer, so I became a better writer. Um, I wanted to become a better performer, and now I'm nominated for MILF Performer of the Year at, here in, at the AVNs and at Expos and. You know, it just kind of was like, huh, just like a little bit of effort, you know, goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. 
I am all about community when it comes to the adult industry. Who are you happy to have in your inner circle? Ooh, you know, I'm kind of like isolated up in Oakland, you know, I don't get to go down to LA or come out to Las Vegas very much. So whenever anyone like is, is like chill, I really, really appreciate it. Who's nice? I love Rex Oliver. Oh, he's, okay. he's a director. I love him to death. Mostly directors. I love Rex Oliver to death. Um, hi. Oh, there's Jay Romero. Hi. <laughs> Since you gave a hug, you have to introduce yourself on my oh, podcast. This is Jay Romero. He's one of my stepsons. Yes, we shot together at least three times. Oh, yeah. Did you see, like, the one that we did for uh, Primal is, like, one of the number one clips, like, still? Yeah. After all this time, you kind of are, get a little bossy with me. Am He's I going to have to cut this out and sell it on a clip site? Like, oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love you. Have a good time. He's fun. <laughs> what was I talking about? I'm thinking about Jay Naked. <laughs> yeah. You were talking about how... Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, people, yeah. Right? so um, uh, I'm not sure if her name is out there, so I'm not going to say, but the, the director from Anatomic Media, I absolutely love her. She's actually been really, really sweet. And yeah, just... Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can say her name, but she's yeah. great. She's wonderful. She always recommends other people to me that I should talk to, and she's an angel. So, you like chill people. Can I be in your inner circle? What can you do? Do you do any tricks, stick? You'll have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I can juggle. I give oh. great massages. Okay. I was a massage therapist I for a long time. Oh, really? Yep. I was going to say lots of men say they give good massages, but, you know... C plus B minus. I have the we'll cer- I have the certificate okay. to prove it. All right. Huh? Okay. Does that make me worthy of your inner circledom? I would say yes. All right. Like an accredited masseuse. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> Do you or does someone you know have a nickname or pet name for their private parts? Um, That's a yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like. You don't have to give it's the a name. Joke. <laughs> it's not, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you, okay. like, I, I don't want anyone else calling it this because we call it this as a joke. Um, but my, her name is Laverne the Vajern. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I bet you can, it's, Laverne it's my, the Vajern. the Vajern. Her name is Laverne. I kind of like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 That's very nice of you to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds like, it almost sounds like an animated cartoon character. I don't know why. Ew. Like this, like like this, like this petite office woman, business woman, but she has like this superhero God, quality, and that's her superhero name. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like she's she's short. I don't Correct. know why, but yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll work on it. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> Have you ever had a body hair, hair, or makeup fail before or during a scene? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, I. Okay. So, I don't like saying anything when a, when a makeup artist does my makeup because I'm like, she knows. She's a professional. It's usually okay. a girl. I've only had one male makeup artist in my 20 year career, so that's why I'm saying she. Um, had this one makeup artist. She was just so bad. She's not in the industry anymore, but I never wanted to correct her. She would, like, glue my eyes shut. She did that a couple of times. Oh, no. Um, But I think the worst thing she did, because I didn't want to say anything, and the, the, the clip is out there, and people repost it. But she, for some reason, used this really white foundation on my face, 
And so it's like my head is like floating because <laughs> it, was, it was like white, white. Because I'm, I'm, you know, not super tan, but right. you know, I have, I got some color. And I just, I hate that clip. <laughs> I, I look like Marie Antoinette or something with the white right. face paint on. It looks so bad. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, that stinks. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to your behavior, how can people recognize that you're either overtired or super hungry? I mean, honestly, if I'm if I'm super tired, I'm probably drinking a, a Red Bull because like okay. I, I try not to because they have a lot of taurine in them, which is not good for you to right. drink that much taurine. Um, and people just drink them like they're water. I'm like, no, that's like just yep. one of those has your max amount of taurine per day. Put it down. <laughs> so, but but occasionally I'll get so tired I'll drink a Red Bull, um, and it's hard for me not to because I love the way they taste. And if I'm super hangry, I'll be like mean and then immediately apologize. <laughs> yeah. At least so. you admit it. That's good. And I love the fact that you know about taurine. Oh, Like yeah. not a lot of people know. Like, because everyone's like, I want the caffeine. But it's like, yeah, this other stuff isn't so great. Oh, God. Yeah, like I, someone tried to sell me on Celsius, but like it doesn't, That it's like this like health energy drink that's supposed oh, to be better yeah, 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 for yeah. you. And I was looking at it, and it didn't say how much taurine was in it. It just says taurine. And so a Red Bull only has, like, 70 milligrams of caffeine in it. Right. But a Celsius has 200. And I was just like, I would like to know, because, you know, sorry. I'm going, no, no, it makes a lot of I sense. I do know about taurine. That's right. <laughs> I wish more people did know. If you're, yeah. if you're listening to this, please look up taurine. <laughs> yeah, look it up, people. Mm-hmm. Last question. Okay. There are many ways to have uncomfortable sex. Oh, yeah. In a car, in a shower, on a stone kitchen counter. What is your least enjoyable place to have sex? My least enjoyable place to have sex? Hmm. You know what? I am... I'm such a... I'm, I'm sorry. I, I hate anything. It, I'm, it's a boring answer. It's not really like a... I don't like being on top. Anytime I have to be on top. Like, I'll okay. do it. But it doesn't, I don't know, maybe I have, like, maybe Laverne is oddly shaped. But I I don't get as much enjoyment out of being on top. Really? Wow. I know, like, some ladies are like, oh, well, you got to do like this. And I'm like, but it's not, I don't know, I can't, maybe I'm just bad at sex, Dick. I don't know. I have (laughs) seen your work, young lady, and you are... Just fine. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, I will be on top because I think it looks nice. Right, right. But, you know, I, I definitely have more powerful orgasms when I'm I on like, bottom. I like it a lot. It was an absolute pleasure Thank to you. talk to you. Once again, can you please tell everybody where they could find you on social media? Well, I've been banned pretty much everywhere but Twitter. So. I just found out I was shadow banned. How about that? Oh, God. No, you know, I paid for the check mark and I was unshadow banned, so I don't know. Of course. I don't know. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, on the Twitters, at Pampered Penny, which is the same as on OnlyFans, I think. And anywhere else, if you see someone, it's not me. So. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you so much for having me, Mr. Dane. Absolutely. An absolute pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your convention. And uh, hope we get to talk again soon. All right. Cool. See you later. My next guest flew halfway across the world to be at the AVN AEE week and I couldn't have been more thrilled that she did so when I heard that she was coming I got so excited she was on my short list of people I just needed to meet and after we met I wanted to commemorate the moment by interviewing her for the gauntlet 
another creator that makes fantastic content. She is really beginning to spread her wings and show her creativity and explore her creativity with what she does. And I absolutely adore this woman. She is so kind and so sweet and is just really the complete package when it comes to the things that she is doing. So I can't wait to see what the future holds for her. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. But until then, we have her for the gauntlet. So here is Charlie Ford. This incredible woman has flown halfway across the world, literally, to be here at the AVN 2023 convention. And I could not be more ecstatic. This is a highlight of this trip for me. She is beautiful. She's an incredible content creator. And she's right here before my very eyes. It is the stunning Charlie Ford. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? I'm good. The eye contact while you were complimenting me was amazing. <laughs> it's my thing. No, I love it. <laughs> How are you doing? Do you, have, do you even get jet lag? Yes. That, that far away. I am so jet lagged. <laughs> I'm not sleep. Like, I don't know what time it is. My right. body wants to sleep during the day and it wants to party at night. Yeah. But I guess that's good for Vegas. That's kind of what I need, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you going to have any time to go around the city and check it out? Not to see the city this uh, time. No, I've got a little bit too much on, but hopefully okay. I'll be back super soon. Uh, and then I'll get to right. be a tourist Ooh, and see everything. Nice. I love this city. I really do. It's so pretty. I love looking out my window at the the mountains and the desert. It's so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. This is a lot of very nice speak between us. It's very conversational, mm. but I'm about to ruin all of it. Oh, perfect. With my 10-question gauntlet. Are you ready? Yes. First question. Yes. What is a simple talent or skill that other people have that you are jealous of? Ooh, I want to juggle. You're not the only person to say that. Yeah. I can teach you. I can Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, deal. All right. You'll I have like to show it. me. Yeah. <laughs> I want an extra party trick. I have a few up my sleeve that okay. when I have a few too many to drink at a party, they ooze out of my paws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll teach you <laughs> so how to juggle we'll chainsaws or something. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> a little too much? I, I'm too blonde for that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll hurt myself for sure. <laughs> when it comes to beds and pillows... Do you like them soft? Do you like them hard? Do you like them somewhere in between? Mm. And how long does it take you to get used to a hotel bed? I like it somewhere in between, but okay. I am good at sleeping in any hotel bed. They they put good beds in hotels. I think they know that that's like the thing that you're looking for when you go to a hotel. So yeah. they normally are pretty good. Okay. That's good. I love a really firm mattress. Okay. And hotels typically don't have that. So yeah, they tend to be softer. Off. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't mind the soft mat. I can sleep in anything, mm. but I prefer like a little bit in between. Okay. Some people are made uncomfortable by certain topics and genres in the adult industry, but what makes you uncomfortable when you watch mainstream shows and mainstream TV shows, uh, movies? Uh, the cheesy rom-com lines. Oh, yeah. Just those little... I mean, I love them. I have a love-hate relationship yeah. with them. I think they're great. Yeah. But I always feel that little cringe yeah. somewhere in my soul. And, and the <laughs> laughing behind it doesn't help. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, no one laughs at that. Yeah. <laughs> this being a cell phone world, how many cell phone numbers have you had in your lifetime and how many contacts do you currently have in your phone? 
I think I've only had five, and okay. one of them I'm including my US sim to be here and talk okay. to people. So I think I've had four in Australia. Not bad. Yeah, I haven't had a lot. Okay. Yeah. How many contacts do you think you have in your phone right now? Oh, Jesus. I don't know. How many feathers are on a bird? I don't know. <laughs> is a lot. Yeah, is it going to make you look just to see? Oh, I I don't even think I could count. There's got to be a few hundred there. Okay, well, that's not too bad. Because I've talked to people, they're saying like seven, eight hundred numbers. Oh, wow. I'm like, you need another memory card just for the numbers. Yeah, okay, that's not me. Okay, that's good. Maybe I need to have more friends. Does that mean something that my, my contact list is tiny? Is, yeah. <laughs> What positive changes have happened inside of you while you've been in the adult industry? I was able to sexually explore quite a lot, which I wasn't the type of person to before. I was very socially awkward and shy before I entered the industry. So that was great. And I've also learned how to run a business. Like running a porn company is a lot. And there's a lot of different hats to wear. Yeah. And I'm quite proud of the fact that I just managed to be really good at a lot of it. Good. It was a nice surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and it saves me money. I have to hire less people then. Oh, very true. <laughs> very true. I am all about community when it comes to the adult industry. Who are some of your favorite people within your inner circle? Within my inner, well, as an inner circle, but in the industry? Correct. Oh, I adore that. You're not going to know a lot of the names. There's That's a, okay. This is a name drop for them and for people to go find them. Yeah, beautiful. Michelle Meshes in okay. Australia. Okay. Uh, she shot for my feature that I did in November. It was her first professional shoot, and Very she nice. was like a duck to water, but she's wow. also like the sweetest soul on the planet. Uh, I have to say my videographer, Pash, she is my biggest inner circle. She is my right-hand woman, mm-hmm. and I would be... Absolutely fucked without her. Uh, she's your ride or die, as they say. <laughs> yes, she's yeah. my ride or die for sure. I couldn't cope without her. Uh, I've got like a bunch of little freelance videographers as well that I adore. Who else? Um, ah, pressure. Um, Jordan and Brooke and who else? That's probably, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's plenty more, but when you're on the spot, you're like, right. Whoa, the, what happens if I win one of these awards on the 7th? And I can't remember anyone's name. All I have to do is remember mine. The- <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. So I'd like to thank... Dick, Dick Dangle, right? And thank you. Is that right? <laughs> I would pay good money to see that yeah. happen. I think you need uh, to make sure you talk about your your PR yes. and, uh, you know, some of the... I'm sure I'll just practice a few times. Good Not idea. that I'm expecting to win, but I'll just run it through it in my head and I'm sure I'll be all right. I would be, because I'm up for an award as well, yeah. and I would be a blubbering idiot. I could plan a speech and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I'm such a softie. It's yeah. embarrassing. Oh, bless though. <laughs> Do you, or someone you know, have a nickname or pet name for their private parts? I don't. I feel like I should, though. Could. Should we name her now? We can. What What? do you think? I don't know. Do you want to keep it regional to your home country of Australia, or do you want it to be more general? Mm. Well, maybe because we're naming her in Vegas, we should think of a Vegas name. Okay. Like... Flamingo? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Deal. My name is Flamingo. That's, right. That's the first. Lick the Flamingo. Mm. That, that needs to be a shirt. Yeah. There's some branding play, for you. Play with my Flamingo. Ooh. Yes. Make it stand on one leg. Yeah. I don't even know what that meant. <laughs> Have you ever had a body hair 
hair or makeup fail before or during a scene? Before, for sure. I remember being asked by Girls Out West once to grow out my pubes because they love pubes. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll give it a go. But I've had laser and I really don't know how this is going to work. And I grew like five hairs. (laughs) I looked like a naked mole rat. It was pathetic. I I just, it was was so bad I had to shave them off. I couldn't do it. It looked like um, Astro Boy almost. (laughs) Like I could probably like gel them into a little... Very like Charlie Brown. He had that little curl on the front of his head. Yeah, exactly. Oh, funny. When it comes to your behavior, how can people recognize if you are either overtired or super hungry? Oh, I get get hangry, and when I'm overtired, I get really blunt, so I think that's really hard. When I'm overtired, I cry a lot, though. Ah, So maybe if I'm crying and angry, give me some sleep. But if I'm just angry, give me some food. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) What's your go-to? For food? Yeah. Uh, oh, I eat everything. I don't have a go-to, but I am a big breakfast brunch person, so okay. give me like a breakfast burrito and I'd probably be pretty happy. Very nice. All right. I'll remember that for when I give you my number and we're friends. Perfect. <laughs> there are many ways to have uncomfortable sex. In a car, in a shower, on a stone kitchen counter. What is your least enjoyable place to have sex? Hmm. It's funny, though. For me, I like sometimes discomfort during sex. Sometimes it turns me on more. Okay. So I think when you're fucking outside, that's sometimes the hardest physically because it could be cold or the water could be freezing or there's a wind or there's rocks in your back. But I don't mind that. So I don't actually think I have a place that I'm unhappy fucking. (laughs) And that is why... Dear listeners, you need to find her. (laughs) Her content is incredible. It's so well shot. Thank you. And it's so easy to engage in. It's very passionate. Even if it's a little bit more of an intense scene, it's incredibly passionate. There's always good chemistry with the people you work with. I am just beyond thrilled that I get to see you in person here. Me too. Thank you so much for doing a quick interview with me. You're welcome. Before I let you go, where can people find your work? They can find it on charlieford.com. Very nice. I'm very easy to find on social media as well. Mm. So you can always track me down there and see little snippets as well. Yes. She has some of the most engaging eyes that I have an actual issue looking into. Because it makes me feel like a little boy. An unbelievable smile. And she is the complete package. So seek her out, people. Once again, thank you so much. Welcome. Bye, Dick. My final guest for this episode is the handsome Brad Newman. We had an incredible interview a couple months back, I want to say, and I had so much fun with him, and it was so nice to meet him in person because so many times I interview people, and I really don't get that chance to meet them in person. So being able to do so, I absolutely loved He really brings the energy, and he really brings the conversation, and I think everyone's going to be knocked out by the fun we had when it came to him answering the gauntlet questions. So, that being said, get ready to hear Brad Newman. Thank you, one and all, for listening to this episode. Please take care of yourselves and each other. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like you've heard on this show and all of the shows that I have done. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And, of course, dangle on. 
it's great to be able to catch up with people that I interviewed in 2022 that I haven't met in person. And this fine gentleman is definitely one of them. He's a premier male talent, one of the nicest guys you will meet in the industry. And he's here at the AVN 2023 convention. It is the male exquisite. Brad Newman, how are you doing? Thank you very much, Dick. You're far too kind. Far, far too kind. <laughs> you know they say it takes one to know one, buddy. Oh, God uh -huh. bless you, sir. <laughs> how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. Good, good. I haven't gone out and partied one night. Same. I've been getting up early and working out, and I feel like it's been a game changer. You're nice. looking good. You can, you can come over and give a hug if you want. <laughs> Sergeant. <laughs> Pleasantries aside. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for the 10 question gauntlet? You know what? I didn't know that there's going to be a gauntlet, but I am born ready. I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Oh, you're very sweet. There's a lot of love and hugs going on Isn't right that now. Some love and hugs right there. Holy smokes. Uh -huh. uh, there, There's a camera. Okay, let me yeah, describe to the listeners. He's doing a POV shot, and we're kind of seeing it from behind the scenes. So what you have is a, a beautiful young lady mm -hmm. in front of him. Oh, very nice. Lux, future legend. I'm yes. telling you, keep an eye out for her. She's great. Very nice. And, and you are standing as she uh, orally gratifies you. Absolutely. And the cameraman is over top of you holding the camera looking down. Yeah, he's standing on a chair right behind me. Yep. So he's looking over my shoulder holding the camera right around. And so it's kind of hard to see with that camera there. I'm trying to see a nipple or a little bit of a titty. You right, know right, I mean? yeah. yeah. Also, you know, what I try to do is I try to lean on him because he's, he's comfy. Oh, you know? smart. That's a nice little sweater he has on. Yeah. So I'm trying to lean back, just, you know, do a little rope a dope in case I had to come off oh, the ropes, you know? very nice. But he, he kept scooting back. He kept scooting back on yeah. me. So then I was like, I don't want to fall into the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a hernia from the yeah. abdominal stretch. Exactly. So we talked about it. We're going to figure it out. I dream to have a picture of myself like that one. Day, even with the man in it. Good. Yeah. You should. You should. I feel like it's something everyone should experience. I know? agree. Yeah. It makes everything else easier because you're like, well, if I've been in this situation. Right. You know? Yeah. I you, can do it about anything. You, you could run for office and be able to talk anybody into anything. Uh-huh. The, yeah. the funniest is when you're sitting on set and everyone's clothed and you're the only not clothed <laughs> person. And, like, you're trying to keep your dick hard. And, right. And they're like, all right, so you're going to do it this way. You're going to come in from this side. <laughs> And it's like a really long explanation of what, like, the plan is. And you're right. just like, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. It's like just straight eye contact. Right. Yeah. Uh, That's the next level right there. That is next level indeed. Mm -hmm. You know what else is next level? Tell me. These 10 questions. That's what I'm waiting for. Here we go. All right. First question. What is a simple talent or skill that others have that you are jealous of? That's a good question. Would you like mine? What is yours? Whistling. People who are really good, like in tune, singing at whistling. I love that. I was trying to think more like sexually specific with performers. Oh, so way. in reverse way. cowgirl, I, okay. I've been like in this position. You know, I'm pretty strong with the the bench press, so I can right. support the girl like a, a shelf, like a table, while okay. I'm doing reverse cowgirl, which is nice. That way, she doesn't have to use her legs so much. Smart. But a lot of times, they want to put the leg, the girl's feet on my legs. Yes. Or they want the girl to lay on my abdomen. You know, that's very some. Yeah, sometimes I'm not able to withstand the weight, so I think I might need to start training a little different. Okay, you know, okay. but that's something I'm a little jealous of is being able to do reverse cowgirl with the girl just laying flat, you know, on me. Oh. It's these little things that I'm trying to tweak to take things to the next level. You know? I like it. Yeah. I like it. When it comes to bed and pillows, firm bed and pillows, soft, somewhere in between, and how long does it take you to get used to your hotel bed? 
you know what? I feel like I've worked on so many beds now that I'm immediately used to every bed. Okay. And so when, do you fall asleep during scenes? <laughs> <laughs> so I used to like the really soft bed as a civilian. And then as I got a little bit older towards college, I liked the, the medium because I could do a little bit of the rope-a-dope. What I'll do is I'll bounce them like I'm doing a push-up. Brilliant. That way I have to stop thrusting. You know, so I get them like real close and when yeah. they're real close, I bring in the thrust. Nice. I call that the rope-a-dope. I like that. So uh, that's something I like with the medium. But as I become more of a performer, I'm a little bit more into the solid one. It just is more reliable. There's less mm-hmm. variability to it. And I find when I can control more of the variables, it's, it's a better scene. Having the woman laying in front of you and you're kind of in mish, but you're leaning back kind of on your heels mm-hmm. is really difficult in a soft bed. And that's one of my favorite positions. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also in a soft bed, a lot of times you can fall into the bed. So to get that third ang- that third person side angle, right. you lose some of the tits so you lose penetration. Right. Yeah. So that could be a problem, too. It, on a soft bed, because I am such a big guy, they just completely disappear. So right. if you shot it from the side of the bed, it just you looks like a fucking it. a mattress. Yeah. <laughs> you and yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are made uncomfortable by certain topics and genres in porn. But what makes you uncomfortable in regular TV and mainstream movies? Um, human waste, you know? Okay. Yeah, anything that's like fecal matter. Uh, like, I gotcha. You know, I'm becoming a little bit more used to pee with this one. She's a little, <laughs> she's a little frisky sometimes. Okay, all right. You know, but... Uh, I have my boundaries, you know? Yeah, like, all right. Yeah, I was raised in a small town, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, I'm getting more used to blood. That was something that I encountered uh, in the beginning. For okay. some reason, I will draw a period out of a girl. I don't know if it's like, <laughs> like a full moon when I come around right. or something. But what's funny is they'll stick the sponge up in there. I don't know if you know about that. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. the sponge. And it's funny when I have to teach some of these new girls some stuff like that. Okay. You know, like if I bring up douching to a girl, I don't want to be, I don't mean like, hey, you might smell. Right. I'm just like, hey, I've encountered some smells in my life. That was very delicate. That I would not want to encounter again. So, you know, it's like trying to like t- teach a girl how to douche or to use the sponges. Right. But with the sponges, they want me to go in and get them out after the scene. Oh, no. So now it's like we got Dr. Newman, right. you know, this moonlighting afterwards. Right. Yeah. We're the headlamp, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, as I've been going through these type of experience, less and less has made me uncomfortable. That's good. Yeah. That's good. What positive changes have happened inside of you while you've been in the adult industry? It's really funny that you ask that. I have to say what first comes to mind is how my sexual preferences have changed. Okay. So I came in as a, you know, civilian, pretty experienced in my life, I like to think. And I had a set of things that I really appreciated about a girl and found really sexually desirable. Okay. Probably from, you know, childhood or something, you know? Right, right. Like, uh, anyway, so as I've gotten to perform with girls that have these characteristics, I've found that it's more about the chemistry, like uh, the energy, like her personality or like her essence or aura or vibes, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I find that is more about the electricity that, that makes something special ignite, you know? And these like superficial things don't really do it so much for me anymore. Like, to be honest with you, when I first got in the business, I wasn't a big fan of redheads, maybe from some experiences at college, and right. I wasn't so much into Asians. But now they're two of my favorite types of girls. Nice. Yeah. Right. So it's funny how, like, I thought I was going to, like, you know, Bukaki, you know, go in and do, like, one of these things. But it ends up, I'm a bunch of guys just stroking off in a circle, <laughs> you know, waiting to go. Saying, right. What are you doing after this, huh? You yeah. want to get some dinner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that wasn't really my cup of tea. So it's funny that... <laughs> experiences these and you think you know but you really don't know until you try yeah yeah i agree i agree with that this being a cell phone world 
how many phone numbers have you had in your cell phone lifetime and how many contacts are in your current phone? Oh my God. I would have to say probably about 1 million even. <laughs> I have numbers from years ago I've been accruing. I haven't switched my number in a couple years, so. Oh, okay. That's not bad. It's funny. Sometimes when I go through my phone and I'll put like, you know, A, U, something, and then like a name will pop up that I haven't talked to in a long time. I'm like, I wonder if I reached out and was like, hey, how's it going? If they would know who I was or what I'm doing. Interesting question. Yeah. Yeah, so that might be a fun night one night. There you go. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so I got a lot of numbers in my phone. I really try not to be on my phone a lot. I try to be so much more in the world as much as I can, you right. know? But it's funny because it's become such a nature of the beast, like, you know, dealing with uh, social media, uploading, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's um, a lot of this industry now. So. Yeah. It's um, something I've had to learn over time, like especially the tech technicalities of the camera. You know, I'm trying to, you know, shoot some of my own stuff now, and I want it to be, you know, as good as it can. So right. I feel like that's a whole another education that I'm going under. And then editing, I really need to get to the bottom of that too. So same, yeah. You know, I try not to be on the cell phone if I don't have to. But sometimes I'll find myself going down the hole, and I'm like, oh man, I need to like go for a run. Right, yeah. yeah. One of the la questions I asked at the last convention, what was the last rabbit hole that you've gone down? Like, oh, like just a stupid one. Okay, so I spent a lot of money on people for Christmas. And I didn't grow up, you know, very rich as a child. So okay. this Christmas I was like, you know what? I want to buy myself a couple things. Nice. You know, I thought maybe it'd be good to give back to myself. Absolutely. Self-care. Yeah. And I was like, what did I want when I was a real little kid? Yeah, so okay. I got these Jordan 18s that I had in college, and nice. I, I wrapped them, I put t From Santa on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. I got a couple of Mickey Mantle baseball cards. Oh, nice. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Are they, like, graded or just raw cards? They're not in the best shape, That's but they're fine. legit. Not, that's yeah. the key. So I yep. went down this eBay rabbit hole. Oh, okay. You know? And then I was like, you know what? I bought a couple Beanie Babies. Good for you. Yeah, got a I like Beanie it. Babies. She wasn't expecting it, you know? <laughs> so uh, I also I got an um, autographed picture of Muhammad Ali. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, man. I'm, I've been on this Muhammad Ali kick, and I just, the more I learn about the man, the more I'm like, just wanted to be like Muhammad Ali, you know? Yeah. I used to want to be like Mike when I was a kid, but now it's like I want to be like the world's greatest, yeah. you know? Oh, absolutely. I love the fact that I have a Beanie Baby in my car. He's been in every, he yeah. has been in every car that I've ever owned. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's, he's like my St. Christopher, the patron saint of travel. Yeah, he, he's your ride or die. <laughs> Keeps my safe, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I am all about community when it comes to the adult industry. Who are some of your favorite people in your inner circle? Excellent question. Excellent question. I have some very favorite people. Lainey Gray, one of my favorite people. She's okay. Yeah, she's pretty nice. <laughs> she's pretty nice. She's all right. Yeah. Um, I, I hang out a lot with Mr. Lucky POV. I don't know if you know yep. Mr. Lucky. He's a good guy. He uh, and I became friends when I first got in the business, and he's been... Um, a little bit of a mentor, you know, Okay. some of the stuff behind the camera and, you know, some technicals in and out of the business. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Will Pounder, another buddy yes. of mine. Yep, I yep. really like Will. We don't get to hang out as much anymore. He moved to Vegas for a while, but I think he's coming back to L.A. Mm. Um, you know, uh, we hang out with Anna Claire Clouds okay. a little bit. She's mm -hmm. uh, quite a lovely lady. Yes. Um, I recently just shot a scene with Nicole Doshi. Okay phenomenal performer very nice i have another scene coming out um with a chantel chantal danielle over there yes yep another phenomenal performer mm -hmm. um but 
honestly, I'm at the point now where I'm working so often and I'm being so, so busy that I don't have the social life that I'd like to have. Right. I, I do have a little bit of time. We'll go down to San Diego for the weekend. Mm. I feel like that's kind of become my second home. Nice. You know, and uh, try to get out of all the hustle and bustle of L.A. because, you know, sometimes I feel like you're in another world there and it's good to have some perspective yeah you know? oh for sure yeah. absolutely do you or does someone you know have a nickname or pet name for their private parts you know what i actually have one that i don't really use but please if you want to know oh i have to know falcor have you ever seen the never ending story yeah the big white dragon yeah. falcor that is what i <laughs> named my penis about 10 years ago so, That's magnificent. Unless someone claimed it before me, all right? How? Yeah, Honestly. they're, they're going to be copying me because I wanted something unique but recognizable yes. and powerful. You yeah, know? that's that's a perfect way to put that. Yeah. If I find something with Falcor on it, you know I'm going to mail it to you. Good. Right? Okay. We should start this. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a, a Falcor long time collection. Coming. Yes. <laughs> Have you had... This is going to be kind of a strange question. A body hair, hair on your head, or makeup fail before or during a scene? And I guess for you, you could probably apply it to someone that you were being intimate with. So I have a good story. Actually, okay. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned this. I was just talking about this. This happened the first year I was in the business. Okay. Um, I went to go get a haircut. I was getting my hair cut. And I, I dyed it blonde because okay. I wanted to show a little range. I watched a lot of like Game of Thrones. I was like, let's try to go Targaryen. Okay, right? Right. <laughs> but the amount of bleach it took, I think may have soaked in my scalp a little bit. And it just wasn't looking good, you know? Okay. So um, I went and I got my hair faded real close. And uh, my buddy had these rescue dogs. And he'd been cutting my hair for a while. And so I was waiting for him to get another guy done. And I was uh. playing with his little puppy. And I picked it up. And it bit me in the face. <gasps> oh, wow. And I had teeth marks. Mm. around my face and my nose. Wow. And uh, I had a shoot the next day oh. with uh, uh, um, Danger. What's uh, Abella Danger. Abella Danger. Yeah. And it was for babes. And I was so worried. I put makeup on it. And yeah. she was like, ooh, I actually like it better without the makeup. And I was like, whoa, oh, you nasty. I like you. I like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that ended up being a really great scene. It was funny because I was like, oh, man. I'm going to look like I just got out of some, like, accident and got right, beat up. Right, meth head, you know, right? Yeah, but you can't really tell. You can't see it on it. Okay. And uh, she, right before I came, she said, I love you. So That would do it for me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That really happened. Yeah. So good times. Yeah. Good no, times. I've never but been more jealous. That's the worst I think I've had. Okay. Um, I usually try to be pretty good about stuff like that. I hate when you brush your teeth and you get, like, the little bit of, like, leftover residue. Yeah. You know? So yep. sometimes I've had that little problem. Especially with a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, I always try to keep some chapstick on me. Smart man. Yeah. Got chapstick in my pocket right now. Yeah, and it's always good to have a little chapstick. I feel like it's conducive for eating pussy. Uh, I'll shake your hand after this. That's Absolutely. brilliant. Absolutely. <laughs> When it comes to your behavior, how can people recognize that you were either overtired or super hungry? You know, I I seemed like I had this period where um, after I work out and before I eat, okay, it's kind of like that. Um, I turn into the the Green Hulk. Oh right. Yeah, okay. I'm a little bit unreasonable. So um, <laughs> I started doing intermittent fasting, and I've been doing that for like seven, eight years now. Okay. And I feel like that's helped me deal with that whole monster. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not so bad anymore. Mm -hmm. But I guess um, if I start having like a really short attention span, you know, I think that's a, probably a sign that 
there's a disturbance in the force yeah. with my blood sugar. You know? Right. Yeah. Something really weird. I know that I'm super tired when my brain focuses on something really stupid. Like, I'll literally start counting my steps. It's like my brain is fighting to keep awake, yeah. and that's how it's doing it. And I have yeah. to yell at myself. I'm like, don't count your steps. Just just go. Like, you know? right? <laughs> But it drives me nuts. I do it all the time. Last question. Okay. There are many ways to have uncomfortable sex. In a car, in a shower, on a stone kitchen counter. What is your least enjoyable place to have sex? Oh, man. I feel like sometimes they throw me to the wolves onto this. Mm-hmm. So one of my least, it's not just a place, but it's more if I am completely clothed, not fun. True. A lot of times, uh, so I get these silk boxers that I always wear, mm-hmm. and it's because Lainey started rubbing my dick so often, it was getting like a little rash. A little chafy? Yeah, all so right, I'm huh? like always silky, silky mm-hmm. smooth. I'm trying to keep it all, you know, as good down there as I can. Right. But they'll be like, take off the silk, and then they'll be like, we need you to get your edge in like the jeans, you know? So then I'm like, uh, oh, uh, man, it's a little rough with the jean no on, boy, on no. dick action. So it's not only the place it's also if i have like a full you know one time i had to dress up like i was amish and i had like a three or four piece outfit on and that was rough it was on a bale of hay Uh, that wasn't rough either it's like those 90 degree angles aren't good for your back yeah you know so a lot of the couches are a little bit too low i like to be able to stand parallel with the couch you know so a lot of times i find myself in like a half squat yeah like that not Mm, as fun right sometimes i'll have to put them up on like the arm or something so i don't have to get down all the way so right that can be a problem the little tub another one you have nowhere to put your feet you try to open up the little tub something a lot of people don't think about is also the little room i'll go into like a hotel rooms or we'll be shooting in a shower and there'll be like eight people breathing up all the air and there's no like open windows right so by the time you're done shooting pictures and you're done with all the acting there's nothing left in the room yeah you know and it's like it's like you against everybody all of a sudden (laughs) you know another time i had to do a scene in a hot tub in like 105 degree weather middle of the day no outside no yeah that was another one. So um, it seems to be like the real extremes, but I feel like the really great performers are the ones that always find a way. And that's something I've been priding myself is that, mm. you know, no matter what happens, I never give up. Nice. You know, there's always some light at the end of the tunnel, right. no matter how small it is. You know? <laughs> yeah. I like it. This has truly been a light in my tunnel, sir. This has been an absolute blast to speak with you again. Wish you nothing but the best going forward. Please tell everybody where they can find you online and on social media. Thank you very much, Dick. It was a pleasure. You are a scholar Uh, and a gentleman. Thank you. And a judge of fine gentlemen. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) You can find me on OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com backslash Brad Newman. I'm also on Twitter under Brad Newman XO. I am on Instagram under at the real Brad Newman. There's actually a lot of people named Brad Newman. Really? Yeah. So uh, I feel like I'm the Pied Piper for all of them. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good thing. I actually, um, I got my last name because my mother actually had an affair with Paul Newman, who might be my father. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever told anybody that? Well, I kind can't really officially, it, you know, but yeah. I figure since we're having such a good conversation, oh, right. you might be interested to hear something yeah, Absolutely. Like that. Yeah. yeah. She's wow. met him in um, an Oxnard in, um, in a grocery store, and she said his eyes were so blue I couldn't say no. And I was like, Mother, please don't tell me the rest of the story. <laughs> that was enough. <laughs> Stop there. You're getting way too excited right now. 
<laughs> Make sure and ask me if that meatloaf is tender. Oh, you're right, yeah. <laughs> I, that makes me, like, have you ever thought of, like, doing, like, a DNA thing to find out? Just for humor's you sake. You know, I've thought about it, but at the end of the day, I kind of like the fact that I don't know anything about my father because it's kept me from, like, putting myself into a cage to, like, you know, outdo him or be like him. And Smart. I, I feel like that's always helped my imagination run wild because... You know, I don't have any sort of cage to, to contain me. I like it. Yeah. That's a great urban legend, though. Thank you. That Thank is you. fantastic. Yeah. An absolute pleasure once again. Also, you Uh-oh. can find me on um, Pornhub. I have 325 million views right now. Fantastic. Yeah, Congratulations. I, I got about 180 in the last year, so hopefully we can keep the party going. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you find me under Brad Newman on there. And uh, many of it, if you want to see some of my videos on there, is Brad Newman XXX. There so you I think go. that's about all the places that you can find me. That's a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to stay a little bit more in touch there. One hundred percent. On the interwebs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to become fast friends. I know good, it. Good. Yes. Well, I got some really good stuff coming out. Uh, I just did a film with Will Ryder called "Love, Sex, and Robots," and I was talking okay. to Will last night, and he's like, "We're almost through post production, and I'm hearing that this is the best movie I've ever done." Nice. Kira Noir plays a robot, and I guess it's so believable that. We're going to make a hot run this next year for this, this award show. So Fantastic. I've been looking forward to that one coming out. Yeah, me and Will have been doing some really good work together. We did this scene the other day uh, at 2 a.m. in the morning for his even newer feature, which I'm not exactly sure the title, so I don't want okay. to misrepresent it, but it was with Dakota Tyler. 2 a.m. Everyone yeah. was just like not having it. Yeah. But I took a nap, <laughs> so I was ready to go. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to be something special. So you're probably going to see that one. On Showtime and the late night, too. It's uh, going to be uh, one of those days to remember when you see it. Very nice. And I met her uh, at this convention. Just just the sweetest. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. One of a kind. Yes, as are you, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thanks for being on. As are you, Mr. Dingle. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs)